Welcome to the 1% Better Podcast with fitness and nutrition expert and your coach, Jeremy Jones. In this podcast, we'll discuss small monumental changes that produce extraordinary results by taking consistent action that leads to daily improvement amongst your physical, mental, spiritual, and heart fitness levels. Maximizing your potential starts 1% at a time, and there is no better time than right now. Today's episode, y'all, super, super special one coming up for several different reasons. Uh, we're going to be jumping into this. This episode is actually going to launch on a special birthday of functional fitness. It's going to be year number 12 for us. So for, for that, I figured no better guest at all than to bring on today my business partner, my brother, longtime friend that you believe we've, we've known each other almost two decades now. Almost two decades, man. That's crazy, right? It, it's, it's been a while, man. Uh, we're, we're excited. Uh, you know, we, we hear from so many people uh, wanting to know our story, wanting to know how Funk Fit first evolved. We're going to be sharing that today. And then as always, just truly talking about, you know, this 1% better mindset, how it started, you know, where it came from, and then most importantly, how you can take things and put action behind them so that you can continue to see those 1% results as well. So, so yeah, Luis, man, like I said, I'm, I'm excited to have you on here. My, uh, you, you are my first official guest here on, on podcast uh, number four of the 1% Better podcast. And yeah, I, I want to uh, take a couple minutes, man, and, uh, you know, and, and just talk about my, my appreciation for you. Um, you know, obviously, like I said, you know, we, we go way back here, uh, you know, we've, we've grown so much together, uh, you know, seeing the, uh, the growth, uh, you know, with you, with your family has been amazing. I know, uh, you know, that'll, that'll tie in a little bit as we share our story here, uh, here in a few minutes. Uh, but man, just one of the things I've always appreciated so much about you as you started having kids, you know, and having family, just truly watching you, like how you interact with your kids, you know, how you, how you obviously interact with VD, your wife, but most importantly with that, like, how, how you make sure that things stay learning lessons for them. You know, it's not just, you know, command, 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 you know, you're actually teaching them, man. And, and that's something that, you know, that just, that continues, you know, or that has rolled over into every aspect of, uh, of your life that I've got to be around, you know, from leading our team, uh, you know, your, your and mine's communication conversations, and then just our members, you know, and, and everyone around us. That's truly what it's all about, man, is, you know, leading with that positivity and offering those uh, those opportunities for people to grow and to learn so that they can continue to get better themselves. So, mm. so I just want to share that with you, man, uh, in, in person here on the podcast. I, I truly appreciate that about you, man. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. And uh, yeah, those are amazing words that uh, that you're saying. And and yeah, it's 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 a life learning lesson, right? You're always you're always trying to grow. Uh, one of the things that I done that I've always done for for my family first, and then also for for customers, for friends, is just try to put myself in their shoes, right? Um, I'm not one that I will just create expectations that I cannot meet. So, um, and I do that with with the mind and I do that with my body too, as, as a coach, right? So for those of you that don't know, we are coaches and we started in this business as coaches. So I've never, I don't think I've ever done a program for any of my clients that I haven't done myself or tried myself. So when it comes to, to learning lessons, to things, uh, to 
any advice, anything that I will give my kids, my wife, my friends, anything. It's just, I'll try to put myself in, in, their, in, in a perspective, in their shoes and, and see if it's something that I could do myself or that I do myself, right? Just honesty. Yeah. Honesty. That's but yeah, man, I appreciate you having me here. I'm excited for you. Uh, this is something that you've always been really good at. And, uh, and I'm really excited for you and to see where this takes you. I mean, what a pleasure to be to be the first one. And I'm sure it won't be the, the first time either. But uh, yeah, man. Yeah, so right. Right on, man. Excellent. Well, hey, let's uh, let's jump right in it here. You know, uh, you know, just like we do at the studio, you know, my my goal from this podcast is to always provide tremendous value for our listeners and everyone out there. And again, just sticking with your personal story here for a little bit, uh, you know, in my um, uh, in episode one, you know, this podcast, you know, I shared more about kind of my background and and me looking back at me, you know, what I felt started to drive me, you know, to uh, to want to be the to be better, you know, to be a better version of myself. Um, like, are there are there one or two times, you know, you looking back at, at your childhood, you know, high school age, whenever that might be, where where you started, maybe you didn't know it then, but you started implementing or demonstrating some of those characteristics of of just wanting to improve, wanting to better yourself, wanting to better those around you. Oh man. Uh, always right I think it has to come from uh, from just the personality I've, I've always been very very goal oriented very target oriented um, I set those things for myself just so I can stay motivated if not I, I will lose the the motivation so then as soon as I tend to and I've learned that over the years of course right when I was when I was younger I didn't know that about myself I think I, I did it out of instinct and as I started learning, then I started creating just, just more targets, more goals. I will ask others, like I've asked you many, many times. It's like, hey, where should we, where do you think we should be here? Where do you think we should be there? So then I will create those targets and then just go for it. That's, I think, from something that came naturally um, within. And then, uh, you know, a little bit of my story came from like many people, you know, from broken, broken families, you know, uh, grew up with a single mom, just, just myself. Um, I did have brothers though, from my dad, my dad was married and he had three kids. So I grew up with them, but not until I was nine years old. So that's when I actually first met them. Uh, so, because we, we were South, I was born in Arizona and then we moved by South of Mexico, lived there for nine years, then moved back to the border to where I was born. And that's where I met, uh, my brothers and, and then started a, a, a relationship with them, with my stepmom, which she was amazing. And, uh, and my brothers and sister, they're amazing too. And then just started that, started that relationship with them. And, and it's something that not having, not having that family, right? That if you can call it a normal family, um, I've, always, I've always been attracted to that. And I always had it as, a, again, as a goal that, hey, one day I'm going to have that family and I'm going to, to help them and I'm going to help them grow, you know, uh, do the things that others didn't do for me and then some. So then that's the point, right? Yeah. For everybody out there that's listening, I'm sure that, that that's the point to a degree is to the whole thing where it says leave a legacy. Okay, but really where does, where does that go, right? How does that start? What does that really mean? If you dig deep, you'll find that, okay, the easiest thing you can do is just have family, teach them good values. Then they're gonna learn good things, do, right? Learn and do, and then 
they'll do the same hopefully and they have they'll have family and they'll keep on going and going and break chains that that might be pulling us yeah man but yeah no that that's awesome man and it, i mean all of that you know uh just like you shared so many people can relate to that you know and i feel that's so important for uh for those of us who have been through those situations you know the um uh, you know, the single mother households, you know, the not knowing birth fathers, you know, the not having uh, male role models, male influence around. Uh, it's so important for us to continue to share those messages with with those that are out there, because we know we're not the only ones, you know, here. Oh, it's so common. Or, you know, hap happen to both of us. And I know we both have many friends that, you know, that's exactly what uh, what we've all continued to persevere through. And I feel the more we all share this message together. It's like, hey guys, like, yeah, this is what happened. You know, this was your situation, but you've still got the opportunity to continue to push forward, to continue to get better with uh, within yourself too. Um, and then uh, something else that, that really jumped out to me there, man, too, when you shared that, um, if you can take yourself back, like, you know, I think you said you're around that eight or nine years old, like when you first met your other brothers, and, and kind of, you know, implementing, you know, just the, the personality and the characteristics you had already started to develop within yourself, like even within that, you know, wanting to be better, wanting to form a connection or a relationship with them. Uh, are there a couple things that stand out to you that you recall that you did, or maybe, you know, how did you first start that reach out, you know, or how did you form that communication with them? Well, I think I was craving it, right? Because I mean, um, I grew up single mom, just myself, uh, so much, so much respect for single mothers out there, but just having, just being the only one, right? The only one for, for nine years. Uh, the first, the great thing about that is that friends to me are so valuable. And when you, when you call someone brother, like, like you, yeah. I value friendship so much, I think because of that. So I am really grateful for those nine years because of, because of that. So then you were asking once I, when I met them, I was craving that, man. I was craving having a brother. I was craving having uh, more family close to me. So I had a bunch of cousins and, and aunts and uncles around. So, so family for that, I was craving that family, that bond, um, so I will spend a lot of time with them. I'll, I'll try to learn from them. Uh, it was it was rough too because I come from a single mom, from only the mom having a voice, not a dad, and all of a sudden my dad is in the picture. So there was a lot of learning. There was a lot of uh, growing, tons, right? And, and I think it's it's just faces, man. Uh, life is all about just like the name of your podcast, right? Life is just about getting one percent better and growth. If you don't grow, you get stuck. Yeah, man. Evolution, right? Yeah, no doubt, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Appreciate you sharing that, man. So, um, so obviously, you know, uh, continue to grow up, uh, you know, and as you, uh, you know, we're getting into high school, you know, I know you've always shared, you know, you, you've had that entrepreneurial spirit, you know, kind of that, that business minded spirit. Uh, same thing, kind of looking back a little bit, like what were some of your first uh, endeavors, you know, or adventures, so to speak, you know, starting to get into the business world, you know, the business side of things and knowing that, hey, I've got this, I've got this passion for, for also creating something in the business world, you know, and providing service to others in this realm. What, what were a few things that, uh, that jump out, jump out to you? Well, I mean, it started, I think, 
it started even earlier than that. I think when I was about eight, nine years old, I had one of my mentors that I call him now as a businessman, of course, right? But he was my uncle in, in back in La Paz. This in La Paz, and if you guys know where Cabo is, so it's it's about two hours from Cabo, is the capital of uh, the Baja South. Um, I will go with him in the summer and work with him. He was a, he was a salesman, right? He was a businessman, so he will sell anything from uh, fruit apples dates uh, jewelry paintings all of that and he will sell them out of his new brand new sedan that, that he always had and in the trunk he had the sample so he will be always like boy go get the sample and uh bring it over so i will be with him i will be in the conversation that he will be having with people and he really wasn't selling to them he was just talking to them mm. everybody knew him you know he was a pretty interesting guy he the way he looked and dressed and you know he was a older gentleman white hair green eyes you know had one of those uh guayaberas they call it like those t-shirts that uh sell in in the south by cancun <laughs> always wearing uh, like clear khakis slacks right <laughs> and so he was an interesting fella and he had a, a deep voice very uh very charismatic and so I grew up with him and I will travel through the whole Baja South uh, with him going to places, going to markets. So I will see how we do. Then he will sometimes leave me some of those samples. I will go out to the neighbors, sell some of the stuff that, that we have. My mom will cook some, make some meat, some uh, meals, and I will go to the neighbors, sell them. I will, you know, try to help her out. So I was always trying to help her out and try to just hustle right yeah. in a way. Uh, as I got older, then, then, yeah, I mean, one of the things that, it's funny, but I'm not the most proud is uh, my, my brother, my cousin and I, we, we used to go, we used to save money different than normal kids. We used to save money to go to the, to go to the carnival, right? That used to come to Douglas, Arizona. That's where I grew up too. And Aguapieta and Douglas, that's the border. So we used to save money. And like most kids save money to go to the rides and, and the fair and spend money. So we will save money and then go to the carnies the guys that collect the tickets and uh -huh. then bribe them and give them like 20 bucks and we will get a big stack of, <laughs> of tickets huge stack of tickets and then instead of using them we will resell them really? to people <laughs> so we will make about 150 bucks every night when the carnival is there in september and I mean, we're making 450 bucks, 500 bucks a, a weekend uh, as a 12, 13 year old uh, until we get, we got caught because we like anything, right? We got desperate and we stood behind the ticket, <laughs> the ticket box and we, we used to sign the people, hey, come buy them over here. We so, got <laughs> yeah. So man, you got, it's, that's probably like anything, right? It is progressive. So yeah what we were not doing right it got progressive and then we we got caught they just kicked us out and <laughs> we're back the next day but i don't think we did it after that so learn yeah. our lesson but yeah and then from that you know selling selling cars selling whatever we could do but i've always i've always liked it my mom had that that entrepreneurship um mentality she always she had a business before she had me and hmm. uh, she used to have a Chinese store. She used to get imports from China, sell dresses, sell and, uh, all the all the curious uh, stuff. Yeah. Um, the decor and all that. And then uh, and then she always used to sell something, dresses to friends and, and things yeah. like that. So I would go to even even to L.A., right, to the fashion district. I was probably 12 years old, walking in between all the crowds. <laughs> it's and, and, you know, that place is wild. Yeah. Um, so I was learning from that. I was, uh, 
and and then I learned about service, right? That it wasn't just money. It was more the, the pleasure of serving someone, of making them happy with what they bought, what they got. Yeah. And I think that took it to another level. So, so I was always interested in, I always wanted to have, it was a dream to have a, a brick and mortar. I had no idea whether it was going to make money or not, right? But it's like, how cool would it be to have my own place yeah. to have a brick and mortar? So that's awesome, man. That's uh. I took it all the way to, to our thirties, I guess. Right. Yeah, no, that, that was great, man. They, uh, mm -hmm. you know, that, that entrepreneurial spirit, you know, even as that, uh, seven, eight year old, right. And the, uh, selling the tickets, that's, you know, that's, uh, have, have helping, having money to help you make more money. <laughs> making exactly. Yeah. That was great, man. And you actually, you, you segue perfect, you know, kind of, uh, talking about, you know, the, uh, getting in the service and the service of others. And, uh, before we jump into, um, you know, to talk a little bit more about, you know, the funk fit story, so to speak, uh, you know, just how we intro this, you know, with talking about, you know, you being a family man and, you know, the things I admire about you, uh, seeing, you know, seeing the things you do with your kids. We know that the kids couldn't be there without this very special woman. And, uh, you know, from that service standpoint, you know, that's just, that's, that's something I've seen since day one too, you know, just the, uh, the things that you're always doing for VD, you know, and obviously it's a, uh, that's a dual relationship, you know, she's, uh, she's doing the same for you too. Uh, but that, that just happened to be kind of right around the time when, uh, uh, when I, you know, uh, right before I came into the picture, so to speak. Uh, so taking it back to kind of, you know, before, uh, like I said, before we, we met, you know, and then you and VD meeting, um, and just looking at that, you know, from that relationship standpoint, you know, so maybe, uh, you know, a, a couple of those 1% pointers for people out there that maybe they're, they're right there at that, that same phase, you know, they've been uh, uh, growing up, you know, uh, going through different things, uh, you know, business ventures, being single, you know, whatever that is, but knowing that, you know, they've been longing for this family, right? Like, mm -hmm. they've been longing to start something that they didn't have in something that they've always wanted. What were a couple of things looking back for you, like, you know, after, after uh, meeting VD, um, you know, what were a couple of those things that you knew you were heading the right direction and that, you know, and that she was one that you wanted to start this family and, and create this thing that you didn't get to have while you were growing up? Like, what, what were some of those first things uh, regarding your relationship with VD? Oh man, that's a, that's a great question. So when I, when I first met her, I met her through a friend and then uh, we're like most couples, you know, we talked on the phone, then we met in person. We had, you know, it's, it's a, it was a mutual attraction, that whole thing. But I think truly we had, obviously we had things in common at first that we found as we got to know each other. Um, so that was a plus. And then we, and then we, we just became friends, right? We, we were never fighting. We were never arguing about anything, you know? I, now we do, right? We've been together for 19, 18 years. It's normal for any relationship to, to have disagreements, but we never had disagreements, never had arguments. Um, we were very much alike. We had a lot of things in common. Some people used to think that we were related <laughs> before they knew, obviously, that we were, uh, that we were boyfriend, uh, girlfriend, boyfriend. Mm. Uh, so it's just a, it was just a great relationship, right? Uh, like anything, uh, I mean, it's hard. I, this is the first time that I had to, to, to answer that question. So it, it's, it's a hard question. Uh, and, and it's hard to, to, find, to say what love is and how does it feel. 
the one thing I do know though, and I am really aware of is that when we find that we love something, um, in this case, I can talk about relationship, but it's easier to talk about, for example, a business, but in a relationship, you see it a lot, a lot. Uh, when you find that you love something and you love someone so much, you can't just let it go. Right. And, and sadly, I see that a lot. We've been, we've been married for a long, for a long time, for 19 years. And I've seen many marriages that are break broken just because people give up right when you truly love someone and and you decide to marry that person you have to give it a, a, a chance i believe that you can't just let something go just because right if if it definitely doesn't work doesn't work okay i understand so the same thing and i want to do that i want to say this the same thing come, happens for a business the same thing happens even for training right when you know that that thing for training is really good for you you can't just let it go you have to just commit and say okay i, I said i was going to do this for 30 days i'm going to do it and yeah. then i'll see i'll look back okay what did it do for me did it gave me the results that i wanted did it make me did it improve the performance like i wanted then uh then okay then i'll look forward and i'll do it again or i won't do it again uh same thing for a business right if you truly love that business if you were passionate about business that's where that passion and love come in you can't just let it go yeah uh, you have to keep trying and obviously you and i we've we've done that with our business we've had many fails with it uh but in the end it's always been so many more wins yeah right uh so yeah man uh i'm blessed blessed with bd she's uh, an amazing woman and and you know that and mm-hmm. another thing that i did and i've shared this with you in the past is is when i was first dating her I would just, and I do that with, with friends, with workers. Now it's something that I've always done. And it started with her. I will sit back and I will see how she will interact with her, with other people and how other people will interact with her. And, and that I was super impressed. And I said, this, this one, this one right here, she's a keeper. (laughs) She's a keeper. (laughs) I love, I love how she is. If she's because like anything, right. I've I always say the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So I will, even though too, the way that she will, um, she will treat her brother. I said, this, this, that's how you're going to treat me. Right. So <laughs> I can see now uh, those little things that she said, go do that or don't do that. So she will do those things with her uh, little brother. Oh, that's, that's, that's funny, awesome, man. That, that's so cool, man. Appreciate you mm-hmm. sharing that. Um, yeah, she, she's special, man. And, and I've shared, you know, several times with people, you know, and this, this starts leading right into, uh, to our story too. Like I can still remember, you know, like even just talk about growth, you know, that 1% continued growth for her. Like first time I met VD, I mean, probably the first year, like you and I, you would, you would translate for me. Yeah. I'd, I'd tell you, you know, exactly. uh, you know, what I was wanting to say or share, and then you'd share it with her and then, you know, she'd, uh, she'd bring it back. And so even just seeing her, um, her dedication and her commitment, you know, and that the, again, the 1% better practices of, you know, wanting to be a better communicator, wanting to continue to, uh, to learn a whole nother language, you know, just to continue to be able to communicate with those around her. I mean, it's just been so amazing, you know, and now it, yeah, I, I forget that, that it was ever like that, so to speak, you know, in terms of just talking with her now. And, and I think, you know, that in itself right there, plays such a big role in, you know, all three of y'all's kids, you know, are, are fluent, you know, in, in both uh, English and Spanish. I think that's amazing too. And 
uh, you know, just those would be the times where it reminds me of, of, you know, 18 years ago now talking with Vidi, you know, mm. when I, when I hear you and the kids talking or her and the, her and the kids talking, I'm like, man, that, that's right. That was, you know, that, that used to be uh, Vidi's only way of communicating, but she within herself just, you know, wanted, you know, continue to get better and continue to improve her communication skills. So that's, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. She's, she's a go-getter, man. That's for sure. Yeah, no, no doubt, man. So that, uh, you know, like it, it, as we start jumping in our story here, you know, that that ties right in with, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll kick it off and I want you to take it from here. But yeah, the, uh, yeah I had just moved out to uh, uh, here in Arizona, you know, after graduating college in Colorado and, you know, graduated with this exercise science degree and, you know, knew, knew I wanted to do something as far as, you know, helping others, training people, you know, and I, I got this job at a, uh, uh, at, at that time as an LA fitness and, Man, I remember I was there for like two weeks and the whole time I really felt like like I was just wasting my degree. I'm like, I, I could have been doing this style of training they were doing like right out of high school. You know, I think we'd, we'd take someone through like a 30 minute work, you know, so we do like curls and triceps for 30 minutes and then, uh, you know, take them up and, and hit, hit go on the treadmill and like sit there and watch them run for 30 minutes. I'm like, man, there's there's got to be something more. Um, you know, in terms of just how I want to serve others, you know, and get out there in this world and, and utilize, you know, the, um, the education and, and experience I had at that time. So I just, you know, talk about things lining up, right? Like the fact that, you know, I had, I'd been reaching out to uh, 24 hour fitness at that time and, you know, got a call like, Hey, we're, you know, we're finally hiring and just everything at that point in time in my life, like, you know, okay, now, you know, there's much more nutrition stuff involved. There's much more getting to know the client doing things, setting goals. And I just really gravitated toward that. And little did you or I know like that, that both of us would be getting hired on at that same 24 hour fitness, you know, within a mm -hmm. week of each other. And, you know, that's just one of those things too, like, uh, you know, for, for everyone out there, like you got to keep your eyes open for opportunities, exactly. different possibilities that could happen. Because had I just stayed at, at that LA fitness, like, ah, well, you know, this is what it is. I'll just keep doing this. I don't, I don't really like this. I feel like I can do much more, but oh, well, you know, at least it's something. Th this conversation with Luis and I wouldn't be happening right now. Funk Fit wouldn't be happening right now. Everything that we've got to experience these last two decades wouldn't be happening so it's so important to jump up on those opportunities. And when you see things and you're, you feel you're being led toward them, sometimes you just got to go, you know, and you'll figure it out later. Um, mm -hmm. So that, you know, that was just the, the timing of it. And then, uh, you, Luis, I'll, I'll let you take it from here. Just kind of that, you know, that initial kickoff of our story and our experience there at, uh, at 24 Hour. Cool, man. Well, I 100% agree with you on the opportunity part, man. You have to take those. You have to take those chances. You have to take those risks. But yeah, so we met. We met. Remember, well, remember they they sent us to California, right? Oh. Or they were going to send us to California for training from Twenty Four Hour Fitness, and they they messed up on everything. I mean, they didn't mess up on just the flight. They messed up on everything. They didn't have a hotel for us. They were supposed to have a hotel. They were supposed to have a flight. They were supposed to have uh, I don't know what else, but they messed up on everything. So they said, guys, we just don't have this, but you're supposed to go there. You need to be there. <laughs> yeah, you need to be there Monday morning, right? So we went with this girl. Uh, her name was Wendy. Oh, so yeah. she was, she was uh, kind enough to drive us. 
So then it was uh, it was you, Wendy, and myself. We drove to Newport area. I remember Newport because we stayed with your buddy. Yeah. So you and I stayed with your buddy in Newport with Jeremy, right? Hey, Jeremy, and, uh, what's up, man? Hope you hear. Yeah. <laughs> we remember yeah. cook some good chicken at your. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. So then Wendy stayed with a friend too, I think, mm. and so went to training there. Were there for a week came back and when you when we came back Wendy dropped us off at your apartment right and then you and then or she did did she drop us off we she, met uh we met VD there at uh at the Arizona Mills Mall okay so she was driving okay so so then Wendy drove us so she she dropped me off at Arizona Mills Mall because it was close to the I10 and there was a big parking lot so it was a good easy spot to to meet her uh and this is uh, 2002, right? Yeah, yeah. 2002, early 2002. So she dropped us off. I get off the car. This is, I'm going somewhere, guys. So just bear with us. So she dropped us off, right? And then uh, I get in the car. I get in this this car that I bought her at, a, at an auction and I fixed it and this whole thing and give her this car. I was so excited. It was a Volvo. Get in this Volvo and... My mom still has this car, by the way. I get in, and there's a there's a Kentucky Fried Chicken bucket in the middle. And I told Bidi, "It's like, hey, how are you?" Da da da. And she's like, "Oh, I brought you this." It's like, eh, you know, I I like I can I can eat a hamburger. I can eat something that's you know my cheat days and good food, right? But fried chicken is just not my thing. And it's like, oh, thank you, but you know, I, I don't, I'm not big into fried chicken or Kentucky fried chicken. So it's like, just open it. So I open it. There was a teddy bear with the pregnancy sign, uh, pregnancy kit on it, and and it said obviously positive, right? So she was pregnant. So this is we just met. It's been a week. You and I we met maybe two weeks prior to that. Yeah. It was this pregnancy kit? She's pregnant. She just found out. And this was uh, Sarah Michelle. Yeah. So, so Sarah Michelle, Sarah, she's 17. Actually, she just started working at Funk Fit. So a lot of times that I see her and you're there, I remember that when I met you, it's just before she was she was born. Man. So it's 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 pretty pretty cool, man. That's that's an awesome story that I'd love to share. I, that's so cool. And like you said, I mean, just, you know, uh, we're, we're out for, uh, for your youngest, for Santi's birthday last night, you know, and knowing now that you, you have, y'all have all teenagers. And like mm -hmm. you said, now Sarah is, is working with us too, you know, and just talking about things coming full circle, man, that, that's super cool. So uh, yeah, I'll never forget, uh, forget that time either. Um, and then obviously over the years, you know, you and I, you know, started becoming better friends, you know, realizing we had similar interests, mindset, you know, without even knowing we we're reading the same books. And then it was, uh, you know, it's truly like, you know, late, uh, late 2007, you know, we started talking about like, hey, you know, we should, uh, we should look into doing our own thing here. You know, we had, we had both kind of, you know, capped out, so to speak, from the business side of things there at 24 Hour Fitness. And, you know, we're looking to start our own venture. So um, what, we, one of my favorite parts, you know, of, of our story, too, is just how it truly shows like where you and I were, both were at that point in time in terms of, um, uh, you know, just like the like action standpoint, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. remember, we started talking and, you know, we started uh, taking out some of our members 
uh, clients that we're training who maybe own their own businesses or manage their own businesses. And we're taking them out to lunch, kind of, you know, picking their brain, talking to them about what makes businesses work, this and that. And I remember, you know, you were kind of like, all right, cool. Let, let's open this thing up. Let's go. January of 2008. You know, and then I was like, well, shoot, you know, we need to do this, this planning and we need to talk to people, you know, and we need to get these things set up, da, da, da. So, you know, I'm thinking more toward the end of uh, uh, your, like even almost 2009 and then just how things continued to, de to develop, you know, we ended up opening up, you know, right, right there in, uh, in October. So it's like that merge between everything. And, you know, we still had that, you know, that action, that let's go mentality. And we still took care of the things that we needed that we didn't know we even had to do, you know, getting business licenses, you know, <laughs> tax licenses, you know, and all that stuff that was like, wait, we just wanted to open the doors and start training people. Uh, yeah. But that was just such a cool, like kind of blend of how our, personalities and styles at that time, you know, came together and then to kick, uh, to, to be able to open the doors and to kick off funk fit. And guys, if you're listening to this on October 4th, which is when it will be released 12 years ago is when it all began. And man, I, I know you just like me, uh, what are some of those, what are some of the thoughts? What are some of the, the stories that pop in your mind from that day one, when we finally got to uh, open those doors, I know we didn't sleep the night before because we we're like we we're there to like one, two in the morning doing stuff, getting stuff ready. So we could open the doors at 8 a.m. What are a couple of those things that really jump out to you from uh, from that opening day 12 years ago? Oh, man, so many. I mean, one of the one of the funniest one that I was sharing with the team is that we had so we had for those of you, we had a little office there at the studio we just took out uh, for those of you that just just uh, just started at Funk Fit. And that's where we had our music. We had an amplifier. Then we had the speakers that went out to, to the whole room. And we had a little iPod, I think, that we had connected to it. And, and we used to play Pandora, right? So now you can just play explicit lyrics. You couldn't, you couldn't not take the explicit lyrics. So it was just throughout the whole floor. We had like 50 people in there. A lot of them are clients. A lot of them are, you know, 50 60 70 year old conservative and they were just blasting little wayne it's just on the, on the speakers and, and i'm talking to them and trying to be as much a businessman as i can and obviously we had no idea what we were doing and little wayne is just on the speakers and <laughs> trying to listen to their conversation and then try not to listen to the to the lyrics uh, yeah, so many, so many things, man. We, I mean, the equipment is completely different than what we have now. Uh, we were, I mean, functional training has always been our thing, right? But uh, we literally, we didn't have anything. Uh, yeah. I think we had a tire. We had some TRXs hanging. It yeah. was just, just the, just the, just the floor and four walls, right? Okay. And that's the coolest part, right? Because we always talk about not focusing so much on the tools, but focusing so much more on the knowledge and the delivery of that knowledge and the service, right? And that's what's gonna give, in, in our case, people results. Uh, so we, yeah, we didn't have squat racks. We didn't have a lot of barbells. I don't think we even, maybe we had one barbell yeah, or maybe none. Bar. <laughs> what's that? It was probably an easy curl bar. Yeah, easy curl bar maybe. We had kettlebells. Kettlebells we've had since day one, that's the main thing. but. That's the coolest thing, guys. And it was just the trust that everybody put in, uh, put in, on us. Yeah. Uh, with those four walls, with two guys just green, green, 
and they knew it like our members i i guarantee you they knew man <laughs> knowing right now they, oh they knew we we're so green for sure and, and i remember that day we sold remember we sold twenty five thousand dollars in training in one day right yeah. and we were so excited with that tire yeah we made it right we made it this is it we made it <laughs> and that money we were working for that money for the next three months or six months and you know started just going away because what we did is just sold a bunch of training yeah and then we had to service it still serviced it uh-huh uh so yeah those are those are the main ones man but there's just so many so many memories for 12 years so many people that come and gone uh that they every single person that's come in and, and work with us has left them a mark and members as well too yeah uh, i remember when we first hired our first uh first impression person maria yeah and she was a she was a friend she was a, a customer and she's like oh yeah i just move and and i'm in the optometrist uh, industry and i'm not working i just want to do this for fun okay so you guys give me a job i'll be your i'll help you in the front desk okay cool so then she started working we didn't even know what to have her, have her do she's like guys what do i do it's like i don't know just answer the phone and take names yeah, that's it <laughs> that's it uh, oh man so so green and and so even green. that man like we were so green. and guys and the the reason why sharing this is you know just like we shared earlier like sometimes you just gotta jump and trust that you will figure it out. Like, I remember going back, uh, you know, to that time in my life, and it still serves me today, is, you know, a quote from Martin Luther King, you know, take the first step in faith, you don't have to see the whole staircase, just take the first step. And I remember at that point, you know, where uh, the house I was living in, I had that up above, you know, my stairs. So I would see that every single morning, as I was walking down my stairs, I would see that. And that was just that constant reminder of, hey, you can't figure it all. You know, you're not going to just figure it all out and then go do it. You just got to step. You know, you got to take that first step in faith and trust it's going to happen. And that happened with us so much because I don't, we didn't even realize. But obviously now looking back and we talk about it, like for most people, when we say 2008, they're like, oh, my gosh, that economic crisis, you know, everything that happened. And here we were, just you and I, like, oh, no, we're starting a business, you know, 2008, <laughs> the economy is, you know, heading the other direction, you know, from a real estate standpoint and all that. Uh, but that was just a, a point in time, you know, where we, we truly showed our, uh, you know, again, you know, our, our greenness, you know, to one degree, but then also at the same time, just that determination and persistence that, you know what, like, yeah, that all that might be going on, but we've set our mind, we've set our goal on so, our, our goals on something else. And we're going to make this happen, you know, and it, it truly was 1% at a time, you know, we went from, you know, that small little room and, you know, we always share, uh, share the story too, like how literally you and I would trade off every night, like who would close and who would open and, you know, whoever was closing, they'd always be right there mopping the floor uh, before they left. And, and like you, like you mentioned, you know, I think we had it backwards somehow or, or our rotation when <laughs> whoever closed and mopped that person would be the, the first person there the next morning to open it up. So somehow, but again, you know, we, we figured it all out, man. And um, you nailed it, you know, as far as just the team and, you know, that continued growth that we got to uh, uh, see within the business, but then also within other team members. And now just from that coaching aspect, you know, and where you and I are at, you know, with the business, 
uh, you know, 12 years later. And uh, let me uh, back up real quick there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I do feel it's important, um, you know, and again, for everyone out there, like as we're talking about making, uh, you know, just stepping in faith, mistakes are going to happen. You know, failures are going to happen. Uh, you know, and failing forward, you know, we've all heard so much that is so important, you know, and, and we took we stepped out there, you know, back in 2013. So we've been open for uh, for roughly five years. And in 2013, we said, hey, you know what, we got one of these in Gilbert, let's go open up one of these in Chandler. And we went out there, you know, we we stepped, you know, we did our did our due diligence, you know, jumped out there, opened another business up, just never really got it going. You know, they were just looking back. There were some things that we missed in terms of just early preparation, you know, some specifics, you know, that we could have looked at, uh, you know, from a location standpoint, from a, you know, uh, how much money we we're putting into it, where we we're at, you know, our, our schedules, our payroll. I mean, so much that we learned from that failure that I know, you know, uh, you know, and for those of y'all that don't know, we ended up closing that one down in August of 2017. So we made it go for four years. And of course, you know, the toughest thing, you know, closing that one down was all the relationships, you know, that we had formed at that point. Um, You know, and gratefully, you know, a lot of them, you know, we still have those relationships with. But the main point I want to get across with that is us making it here to 12 years includes all of those failures along the way you know had we not taken that step and learned the lessons that we learned when we opened up the uh, the Chandler location again who knows if we would be here right now you know if we didn't uh, just you know continue to trust in ourselves and each other's uh, uh, skill sets you know and friendship and relationship and developing our team who knows if we would still be here and made it through you know the 2008 kind of economic crisis but through it all you know we've we just continue to maintain, you know, that 1% better mindset, even back then when we may not have known it, but it just continued to, uh, to develop. And, and again, it got us to, uh, to where we are today. Yeah, man. And, and that's, again, same thing that I was uh, saying earlier, it goes back with the believing, believing and the, and the love, right? If you truly love something and, and you believe in something, and that's what we did, we, we stayed with it because there were, there were some rough times. We had some rough times throughout the, the 12 years, um, some sleepless nights or just getting up in the morning. So many times I remember even with uh, when we had that Chandler location, I share that with you, just getting up in the morning, just wow, just yeah. rushing out of bed and just my heart rate just pounding. And it's like, okay, how are we going to turn some fires up? Yeah. So we can keep those people going, right? Okay. If it wouldn't be, I think if our product was different, if we didn't have people involved that we had to serve, we would have just closed it, ended that part of our business right away. But we kept going because of because of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, because of people. Uh, but at the same time, we've started other little ventures and products, and we we started a a, a food. Um, yeah. Uh, how you said food delivery business didn't work yeah. we didn't lose money it's just things didn't work out the way they did we were able to see that right away we closed that out we pivoted then we got we became we met uh rob from chef phoenix we made a relationship with him that could help our members like we wanted and deliver that same product without us having to to worry about that business part and and we made it happen so so 
it's, it's just growing, right? Learning, growing, but taking action. I think you have to always take action. As you were saying, man, you're always a planner. So you're always a planner. So I think there's a good, like any relationships, there's always balances. Yeah. Um, I'm action taker. I jump into things. And then you're always just saying, hey, let's let's hold on. Let's look at this. So I've learned from that. You've learned from me. Yeah. And it's, it's it, that's, how, that's how relationships should be. Yeah. And I'm really thankful of that. Yeah, 100%, man. I mean, I think... Yeah. Those are those two things. And that's definitely something I've continued to learn more and more. And, you know, for, for y'all out there listening to like action, 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 you know, I promise the more action you put into things, into, you know, uh, going after the things that you truly want, you know, the goals you've got for yourself, that's what's going to help you figure it out along the way. You know, if you just sit back and you stay inside, you know, wondering how fast you might be able to run if you went outside and planning and watching videos and studying technique you're going to be way further behind than that person that just goes out there and starts running every single day. Mm -hmm. So to get to your goals, to achieve those goals, take action upon them and start doing them. And that's exactly why we are here amidst everything we've been through uh, over the 12 years, you know, the highs, the lows, which you got both because that's all part of living. You know, you, you, you can't recognize the highs if you don't have the lows. You know, you can't recognize good if there's not bad, so to speak. But truly knowing that the good and bad are essentially the same. They're helping mold you and grow you and take your business, take your, your personal self, the direction that you want to go. And it's a matter of accepting those things are going to happen. But knowing that deep down, you've got that drive and that perseverance to continue to get 1% better. Um, and, you know, Louise, like we, like we shared earlier, I mean, those, all of these things that we talked about today, that is why Funk Fit is officially 12 years old. And, you know, 12 years old, man. this year's celebration looks a little different, uh, but that's why we wanted to come on here, uh, you know, and share this message with our members, with all our fans out there. And, and also just with someone who's out there that, you know, maybe you need you, this is that message you need to hear. You, you know, maybe you've had a couple of those failures and you're down upon yourself, you know, and you don't know what to do next. It, now it's time to take action. You know, it's always about picking yourself back up and continuing to move forward. And that's exactly what we've done. So Luis, I appreciate you so much, man, being here. Uh, like we shared earlier, you know, the, the first guest on the podcast, but it, you know, at no better time, like truly, uh, you know, celebrating, you know, our friendship, our relationship, the business, our team, our members, our community, you know, just the changes we've seen in Gilbert. Um, so in, in closing here, man, and, and I know we've talked about a lot about, you know, uh, these 1% kind of uh, that mentality, you know, that you've maintained and how you've applied it to your family life, to your business life, to your leadership life, your coaching life. What, what is one or two takeaways that our audience today can utilize and focus on for something they want to achieve tomorrow? So what is that? What are, what are those one or two takeaways that you, that you can share with them? Hey, guys, whether you want to do this, this or that, start here and, and continue to move forward and you'll get to where you want to be. Two takeaways. So I say start with yourself, right? Set high expectations not for others, but for yourself, set them really high. And then just like you were saying earlier, just take action, chip away with them uh, and, and, and do it consistently. And you'll find that even if you don't get to that high expectation, to the high, high expectation, wherever you get, it's going to be higher than that doesn't matter, but it's going to be higher than what other people will set for themselves. And I call that uh, going for the ceiling, right? So, so imagine that you're 
simplest example imagine that you're standing in your house you go ahead and stand right now right now and just jump and try to touch that ceiling you're not going to be able to touch it but life is progressive eventually at one point you might be getting really close to it or you might be able to touch it then someone comes in and you say hey can you touch that ceiling they're not going to be able to touch it unless they do the same thing that you did which is putting the work you were putting in the work you were reaching for that ceiling over and over and over and you eventually you eventually did it. So set high expectation for yourself and then uh, just take as much action as you, as you possibly can, right? And, and then don't give up on yourself. Don't, don't give up on yourself, you know, talk to yourself, uh, push yourself, challenge yourself. And it's, it's only you, if, if you get better, right? If you get better, people around you will get better. So whether you have friends around you, whether you have loved, loved ones around you, whether you have your sister, your brother, your mom around you, whether you have your spouses, your kids, right? Another level around you, they will get better. I'm getting better. I have many faults, but I'm trying to get better and better and better 1% every time. And as I do that, as I work on my own 20 square feet, as we say at, the, uh, at our business, <clears throat> as I work on my own 20 square feet, then everybody around me will get better. No doubt, man. So, so true. Well said, man. And, mm -hmm. and I, I appreciate you, man. You make me better. Uh, you make our team better. You know, you make our members better. Um, and, you know, again, you know, coming back to one of the things I admire most, like when, when I do have kids, you know, when I've got that family, mm -hmm. I, I know you've already made me better, you know, and prepared me for so many things, man. So I appreciate you coming on today. I know y'all got a fun vacation uh, coming up. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let you get out of here. So everyone, hope you've taken, uh, taken something that you can apply today. No more waiting. There's no need to wait another day to take action upon your goals. So hopefully something that you heard here today will help move you in the direction that you know you want to move, the direction that you know you want to, to head toward, that you stand for. So take something from today and put action behind it. Because one of my favorite quotes that I always share here, we know the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, but the very next best time is today. So remember, become your best version of yourself by focusing on today's 1% improvement. And just like we've been talking, you got to place action behind it. Because if you don't, who will? Right now, it's your time to shine. So have a blessed day and go get your 1% better. And happy birthday, Funk Fit. Happy birthday, Funk Fit. Appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, brother. We'll talk to you soon. See ya.